Hello and welcome to New Philadelphia Ministries Morning Word Podcast, Thursday edition with your co-hosts Kay and Stephanie. Get ready as they break down the gospel and discuss Christian living. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Morning Word Podcast. We have a special guest in studio. You know, it's not very often that we get these special guests. And when we do have them, we are always aiming to please. So, none other than the often, well, no, I don't know if she's often duplicated. We should be duplicating, but. Tall order. (laughs) Should be duplicated, but never replicated. The one, the only. Our first lady, Miss Charlotte Laverne Matthews, is in the studio. (laughs) Listen, friends, I don't know if you're walking in the joy of the Lord today, but you will be after this episode because we've already started. We've already had the giggles. We've already had the The shenanigans. The shenanigans. So I'm just giving you a heads up of what you're in for. Um, A lot of times when I say that, the pastor or the first lady is coming by, people stiffen up and they get straight and they talk about what they can't say. But I just want it to be known that I've never felt that in the presence of Miss Charlotte. Whenever I've known that we're gonna be hanging out at a dinner or just chit chat, and I've always thought of it as a treat. And um, I know many others can say the same. So mm-hmm. thank you for that, Miss Charlotte. <laughs> and yes, I was reading something earlier and it said, we are supposed to um, remember she is our sister in Christ. Now, there is, we do need to hold her in a, in a higher regard. However, she is our sister. So we don't want to make her feel like alienated because she's the first lady. She's <laughs> our sister. And we do, we get to enjoy um, a lot of fellowship and um, just good times with Miss Charlotte. So we're very thankful that th- she's personable and um, and that she, she doesn't mind being around us in our craziness but anyway so yeah well without further ado we are going to invite the holy spirit to have his way on this podcast because lord knows left to stephanie and i's devices (laughs) (laughs) this can go left real fast (laughs) so dear jesus We just thank you for this time. We thank you for this day, your brand new mercies that you lavish on us every day. Father God, we just thank you for the ability to walk with you. And you've just been showing me over the course of these past few weeks, Father God, what a privilege it is to walk, to do life with the spirit Mm -hmm. who has every wonderful attribute with no measure. The fact that you would walk with us, you would talk with us, that we can be in sync and in tune with you by just speaking to you like our brother that's closer than an other. We we are just lavished with this grace and with these blessings. And we take time now to count them, even though they're innumerable. We know that there are many that we see Father God, I thank you for this ministry that is leaving its footprint, Father God, just in our communities and in personal interactions. Everywhere we look around, we see uh, how you're making paths for New Philadelphia to minister, to be your hands and feet in this community. Father God, we thank you for the heads of this ministry. Pastor John and Miss Charlotte, Father God, we thank yes. you that you've given them the vision and that you've given them uh, the, the the means to, Father God, have help to carry out this vision. And in ways that we don't see, we just pray, Father God, that they know 
<clears throat> that they are supported and that they are appreciated. So we thank you for this time, for this ability to speak those things that you've given us to share and encourage the hearts of others in podcast land. And we're ever so grateful. So it's in Jesus name that in I pray Jesus this. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. So to, <clears throat> excuse me, this evening, we are morning. I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, <laughs> but um, we have decided that we wanted to uh, just really get to know our first lady a little bit more or let you get to know as we get to fellowship quite often. But just to share some things, because she is a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of wisdom that I have gotten personally to take part in and, 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 and to benefit from and um we, as always, we do like to keep it where we are um, coming from the Bible and that, you know, everything is scripture based. That is the the um, how we have been led uh, by our senior pastor. And so we like to keep the main thing, the main thing. So tonight we are going to be really basing our discussion off of Titus, a Titus woman. You've heard this before, um, but the scripture, we will read it. <clears throat> And it says, and now we're going to do a disclaimer. We're not changing the word at all because we don't do that. It does say older women in the ESV version. So older, not elderly or anything like that. So we just want to be clear because uh, time flies. Okay, so the scripture says in Titus, uh, let me make sure I'm in the right place. And it's Titus 2, and it's chapter, no, chapter 2, verse 3 through 5. It has been a day. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good. And so train the young young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. And Miss Charlotte um, possesses all of these attributes. Uh, and again, she models that for us. And so we're going to pick her brain a bit. <laughs> we'll leave you some. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing I just wanted to give Miss Charlotte, because Kay and I have been rambling here and talking a lot. So we want to give you, Miss Charlotte, an opportunity to just share a little bit, share a little bit maybe about your, you know, your testimony and how you came to Christ and and whatever you would like to share. So the floor is yours, my dear. Okay, I'll say first thing, um, I am a child of God. You are. That starts the journey. Yes. You need to be saved. Yes. <laughs> but as far as being a first lady, um, I'll tell you the experiences I've had over the years has grown me so that I can be better available for the younger ladies, mm-hmm. for the ladies who are newly married. Um, a lot of times when you're going through things and it's a new thing, you think you're the only one. Mm-hmm. But you're not the only one. Mm-mm. And that's what I like to help those who are around me, if they talk with me, to see that you're not the only one going through this. And there is a way that you can get through this or learn. Because a lot of times people say, I don't want to be a pastor's wife. Well, that wasn't necessarily what I was thinking about as I gave my life to the Lord. But that was something that he later started showing me that that probably would happen. Mm-hmm. And you know what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I'm not sorry for that because Good. we're not um, either. 
it's been a journey. It's not boring at all. There's lots of new things all the time. And the thing is, I reverence God and I reverence my husband. So in doing so, I learned how to fall in line with whatever calling he has. And I also discovered my calling. Wow. We're going to talk about that. (laughs) So... Young ladies, new newly married, whoever out there is like, even if you're single, uh, following the Lord and his word is really primary. And then all the other stuff he adds to it. Um, I just try to be the best help me I can be. You've already <laughs> preached a sermon and that was just like the introduction, y'all. We, we're going to get we're, it in today. We're so blessed to, to be able to have this talk. Um, and that was the reason that, uh, cause you brought up a good point. That's the reason I wanted to make that distinction. When we talk about, you know, you know, the scripture says older women, the reason I made that point earlier is because sometimes a lot of our younger women who are finding themselves kind of on that journey, they don't think, they think the age gap between us, I'm speaking of us mm-hmm. is too much. And so that they can't glean anything when in fact, there is a again a wealth of knowledge a wealth of you've been there you're going you're walking this walk because and, and then the 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 um preparation you've had mm-hmm. you know being in other roles prior to becoming the first lady of the church all of that is just we we're gifted with that if we would only take advantage and, and glean from you and listen to the wisdom that you have. There's so much that you have to offer that if one does not seek that out, they will miss. And it's, it's, it's unfortunate. So that's why I made that distinction, but continue on my dear. Anything else you want to share before we really kind of dive in a little bit? Just remember, you know, God created us and he created us human first. And then he, he's teaching us in the spirit how to walk with him, how to become more like him. Mm-hmm. So in living for him, he grows us so that we can spread that same spirit, his spirit to others. So it's not like you just all of a sudden become. It's the word of God taking root in your life. And that it takes root, it grows, and that's how you're able to give mm-hmm. to other people. And one of that, the things that I can say from observation of you, Miss Charlotte, we've had the opportunity to be on mission trips. We've had, to, I know, but see, you're 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 like <laughs> you're making these faces, but it's true. I'm not saying anything that's not true. I'm not saying anything just to like puff her up. Um, I'm I'm telling you what I know. Um, I've watched you, you know, when we're on mission trips and five o'clock or, you know, four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, you're up and you're reading, which has taught me, which has taught others around you. And now, so when we're all on mission trips or when we're all like we've been at a retreat or something and we get to see that, um, you you see everybody kind of rising early in in their books, in in, in their Bible and um, just, you know, communing with the word, uh, with with God and, and reading their word. And that's how that transformation can um, even take take hold or take flight right and so you're not just walk talking the talk you're really walking the walk and again that's another example of you just showing us some of the things that we need to 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 well I won't say need to because I know that's a strong word but we ought to incorporate in yeah. our daily lives absolutely I think 
my role in the conversation. I'm going to be asking questions for for the 30, 18 to 35 age group. I, I just kind of aged out of that. My birthday was last month, y'all, but shh, um, I can still be a representative. <laughs> I'm a proxy. I told you. I told you time flies. It does. It does. <laughs> but um, I remember very well because it wasn't too long ago that I was a young woman in a ministry and um, the first lady at the ministry that I uh, grew in, you know, I was like, man, she she does it all. She's she's raising her kids. She's, you know, assisting her husband. And I didn't want to be that added thing to her calendar. Like, oh, here comes Kay. She's going <laughs> to be tugging on my shirt wanting to. And I, I sometimes feel like young women, we, we are prideful in that sense, in that we think, oh, I'm doing a favor by kind of just keeping my own stuff to me and I don't want to burden um, somebody who already seems to be overworked and stretched thin with my concerns. What would you say to the young women who might feel that way if they want to come talk to you, but maybe they feel like, oh, I don't want to bother her. How do you feel when people come in? I wouldn't want anybody to feel like they couldn't come and talk because I remember the beginnings, the beginnings of um, marriage, the beginnings of being a first lady. And really, first lady started long before the actual title came. A <laughs> pastor has worked in many different ministries, and he's been very close to being first for a long time. Yeah. So I've been working on this role for a while, <laughs> or God has been working on this role in, in me for a while. So it's always been, you know, mentoring, yeah. the mentoring mindset. But um just knowing that in times past, I didn't have anybody to reach yeah. out to, especially from a spiritual point of view. Wow. Because you can talk to family and friends, but if they're not coming back from the word, Come on. then you you really don't have the right kind of help. Yep. You have a little bit of help, but you have to be careful with that. Because if we want to be godly women and Christ-like, we got to put it from the word. Yes. What does the word say mm -hmm. about it? You hear pastors say that all the time. Give me your scripture. Mm -hmm. But the word has a lot to say. Mm -hmm. My favorite Bible book is the book of Proverbs when it comes to a woman learning her role mm. in God, with her husband, just in life. You know, that's my favorite book. Okay. Um, and I, you know, used to read from that every single day for years. And there are times now, because my schedule is not quite like it used to be, mm -hmm. that I want to get back to that because, you know, when you get kids and stuff like that, your schedule does change. But there's different seasons in life. Mm -hmm. So it's like there are some seasons that I see now that I probably can get back to that I used to do because when you are single, your time is your own. Mm -hmm. And that's why that scripture is there about seek the Lord. You know, don't worry about... Um, being married before you're married Come because on. that'll take mm -hmm. care of itself when you get there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but right now you need to just seek the Lord. And a lot of uh, young women, they may not, you know, they feel like, oh, man, my life is going to be complete with a man. But really your life is complete in God. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, a man has to learn his relationship with God just like you do. And if y'all don't have that together when you get together, then you're not going to do all those wonderful things that you think is supposed mm -hmm. to be in marriage until you learn how to walk in it. Mm. So, I, the, yeah. Listen, a <laughs> couple things. Number one, 
This will probably be the most replayed podcast that we have. <laughs> and the reason why is number two. I don't know. I think we were talking earlier because I left everything at home. I ran out of the house trying to get here and I did not bring anything to write with. No, no notes, no notepad. And I'm usually always with my notepad. I think God designed that so that I wasn't getting distracted because I don't know how many nuggets I just heard in what she just said. There was I'm like, yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. So I'm going to have to go back and listen to it so I can write it down. My mind is going. But you're like, what what all should I say? You're you're so organized and you're just (laughs) dropping all of these nuggets. So I'm getting excited. I feel like Kay and I are the luckiest people in the world right now. Okay. All right. So let's talk about... you mentioned uh, just the preparation and the, the many roles um, that pastor has had leading up to being the lead pastor, but you've also had many roles too. So can we talk a little bit about some of the, the preparation that God has um, done in your life to bring you to this point? Well, first of all, in a lot of churches, there are deacons and deaconesses. Mm-hmm. So you go through that training. Mm-hmm. That's a start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't come wearing the white dresses <laughs> and, and knowing all the church etiquette and stuff. But um, that is a, a type of preparation. Okay. And then, too, if you're a studying church and you're, teach, you're under teaching, which, you know, we were in the role of being a deaconess, we did go through uh, studies for women to learn our role, mm-hmm. just like we're doing leading ladies at church now. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you got to just go out there and figure out, okay, what am I supposed to be? First of all, you're human first. That's right. what I want to say. You're not going to not be human. And I have heard the comment, uh, you don't act like a first lady. And it's like, <laughs> what does that mean? I'm be myself. <laughs> you know, it's like I care about people. I want people to care about me. Yeah. So. I'm going to love you the best way I know how, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to present myself as some perfect person Mm because I'm not. You know, I don't know of any perfect people, but we're all in this together. So what I can share with you, I can share with you, and I can, you know, and we also learn from each other. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have not had all the experiences in the world. We're learning all the time, and we'll be learning until we leave here, you know. (laughs) So... I can relate to that in, um, I think, transitioning from I had just become a deaconess and then um, pastor's like, I think you'd be good with the young women. And I was like, I could barely keep up with my two friends from college. (laughs) 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 How am I going to be a sister to all these young (laughs) women? And I could, you know, in your shoes as the first lady, you feel like there's a whole church of women with issues 24-7. And if you thinking you're going to be Holy Ghost Jr. and and having to be responsible, that can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But I like that you said, being yourself, you want to care for others and have others care for you. And through uh, just the natural doing life, and and I, I love that, the Bible uses the word walk with. Like mm-hmm. we, we call it the Christian walk because mm-hmm. I think it is designed to be a marathon, not a short sprint. And mm-hmm. you're going to be walking in sync, step by step, side by side with people going through different seasons. And in some seasons you will, you know, probably be right there hand in hand, but some seasons you're, you'll be like, oh, I haven't seen you in a long time. But when you come back together, you have that, that, that commonality, that mm-hmm. shared basis. And I can just see through you know your example how your relationships with different women and you know 
people from different walks of life that there's a godly grace in that that you know he's obviously anointed you with the ability to to do that to to be available um but still have like that balance in your life so i don't know i kind of rambled but (laughs) listen i'm just like Somebody's going to be like, replay, replay, pause, write that down, pause. One of my favorite books was Becoming a Woman of Grace. We did a series at one of the churches we attended, and one of the books was Becoming a Woman of Grace. Mm -hmm. And it just reminds you, you got to become. You don't already come Mm -hmm. with all these things in hand. So we keep our minds open to learning from God from our spouses, from others at church, of course, the right others at church. Mm -hmm. But um, I respect the fact that I, God has allowed me to learn from older women. As you said, some are older in age, but it's older in experience. There you go. Older in experience and um, have learned some things. Mm -hmm. Some things you learn the hard way, but even if you learn it the hard way, then you can go to somebody else and say, you don't want to walk this way. Right. I can back up why I'm saying this Mm -hmm. and hopefully they will listen and learn because you don't have to spend your time and spend your wheels Mm -hmm. thinking that, you know, um, this can't be fixed. No, it can be fixed if you're open to hearing the fixes and the right fixes, the right fixes according to the word of God. Yes. And, um, we all have, the three of us have mates. We're different. Mm-hmm. All three of us are different. Our mates are different. So uh, we have to learn what works in our relationship. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be identical mm-hmm. to anybody because that's not how God made us. Mm-hmm. He made us all individually. And in our relationships with our spouses, it'll be some differences there, too. There are some general things that we learn, like in um, couples ministry yeah. and things like that, and we glean from that. But we also will have individual things that God has put in us, our talents, the things that we like to do, our relationship grows through those things, getting to know each other. And you get to know each other pretty much the whole time you're together. I just celebrated 35 years, but I'm still getting to know. (laughs) And I'm quite sure they feel like they're still getting to know too. (laughs) So it's not dull. It's not, you know, it's not stagnant. Yeah. If you keep on working on it, Amen. but if you don't work, ain't nothing new gonna happen. Mm-mm. Well, you brought up. I'm telling you, nugget. Um, you brought up talents. You brought up, um, and I I thought about gifts uh, earlier because one of the things um, we know that uh, our pastor is a teaching pastor, and we see your teaching gift through the the children's ministry. Um, what would you say is a gift that you have, that God has given you that we don't always get to see on a regular basis? Good question. (laughs) (laughs) Or is that, do you feel that's your primary or lead gift? And I mean, I know you just work, you operate in that one all the time. Well, there are quiet gifts, um, discernment. Okay. You know, you watch, you pray. Mm Mm-hmm. And you, you get to know people, and God will reveal things to you about people, too. Because when you're doing ministry, God will use all the gifts mm-hmm. from somewhere. 
because that's how you get ministry done. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a group of people from all different kinds of backgrounds, and there is no way we know each and every individual and everything about them. So we need the Holy Spirit to yes. reveal things to us so that we will properly and rightly judge situations and give information. What works for this person may not work for this person mm-hmm. because there's some different dynamics going on over here that's not going on over here. And it's like, uh, you got to be tuned into the spirit. Come on. Mm-hmm. So he gives you a discerning capability so that you'll know, okay, this is what is needed for this person. This is what's needed mm-hmm. at this time. And I think a perfect example of that, and it goes back to, you know, the, the Titus, the scripture in Titus, because as we are, you know, wanting to be, there for the younger women and 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 give wisdom and um sometimes we can there's there may be things that we do need to maybe share or say to and and we do like you said we've got to use discernment you've got to use wisdom to know maybe i can say that to this person or maybe i can't but maybe there's somebody else that's probably better to be able to say this to this Mm -hmm. person and they won't um, you know, get offended or they won't, you know what I mean? So having that wisdom and that discernment to know, um, you know, because we want, we don't want to just, you know, tell people, you know, young women, you're not doing that right and point the finger and that we will always want to upbuild. And so there's the wisdom in doing that and when to proceed and how to proceed and listening to the Holy spirit. And, and, and I think you do a good job of that. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Or the fact that I what I'm realizing is as we grow, uh, we just had our anniversary weekend that, you know, you start with this committed core and you feel like, you know, these people so well that they're really your family. But we weren't created to just stay this core. We were mm-hmm. created to be dispersed and, you know, duplicated so that we can uh, model and, you know, mentor and all mm-hmm. the other thing multiply. So. You know, as I think about all the new people that, you know, I'm going to have to relearn, you know, and I have to be comfortable with that. But when you speak about using the Holy Spirit being present to um, help us discern and, you know, I feel like that's that's just going to be something I hit replay probably 10 times on the podcast to remind myself exactly because I I do. I I get comfortable with my, my, my little buddies, but. As I, you know, remember what we're purposed for in this community for this time, for this generation, you know, he just checked me. He's like, hey, don't get comfortable. You got to mentor and model. And if you don't know, you know, multiply. Exactly. You you get to know. And whew, hard. And it's but okay necessary. if you don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> able to say, I'll pray about it or I'll pray with you about mm-hmm. it. Good, good. <laughs> we don't have all the answers. That is my default. <laughs> I'll pray about it and get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see what God is going to do. Yes. We're going to pray and give it to him and watch him work because he does do that. <laughs> I had to learn that too because mm. wanting to give the answer, wanting to, you know, be there. You're thinking it's a, it's a support. But then it's not helping if it's not um, gleaned from the Holy Spirit and you're really giving them the wisdom of the Holy Spirit and, and you haven't stopped to taking that time to get that. Mm-hmm. And so learning to say, hey, let's pray about that or let me pray about that and then I'll get back to you. Um, the I guess maybe a part two to the question about gifts, because there's gifts and there's calling. And we know you are called to be a, a first lady. 
everybody are you know that's not a, that's not a calling for everybody <laughs> let's just be clear miss charlotte is called um to be a first lady now can i tell you that i've had many um close and personal relationships with other first ladies no i can only say what i've seen um this i have the opportunity that we that we've developed a friendship um and able to to get to glean more as i said earlier and so this is the model that i know right and so if i look at something else i'm probably going to be like mm, that's interesting <laughs> truth <laughs> i'm serious this is just me Everybody being honest that ain't my miss charlotte <laughs> sorry yeah nothing is wrong just saying this interesting that's my word it's interesting however okay so back to the question so she is called to be a first lady but miss charlotte is there any other calling that god has given you um that that we may not always you know get to see or um anything else you can think of I really don't know how to ask that, answer that question. Okay. Well, we'll come. It, it, listen, we'll invite you back and then that, that. Okay. All right. But she is called to be a first lady. And so in talking about that, there are, that, that, that's a, a subject, that's a calling. That's enough probably for one person, right? You don't need a, several callings at that point. Um, because there is a lot that, um, you have to, to, to do and, um, when you think about how busy our pastor is, you know, that's a tall order. Um, because Faithful, available, and teachable. There you go. There you go. Um, We're called to do that. Yes. We are called to do that. To be there. And yes. empowered. Yes. And listen. So you think about, because I don't think many people know. They see pastor. They see you. But I don't think they really know that you probably do just as much maybe if not more i'm just gonna say it you know he's busy but i'm trying to give a reference point right i mean it goes back to the the way god designed for wives to honor their husbands and husbands to honor and why she's called right to do that you know, because she's busy. There are, I mean, there are projects that she's working on. There's teachings. You just did a teaching, a workshop over the weekend um, for children's ministry. There are, I mean, she is working, you know, so she matches, um, which I think is so important. She matches his fervor mm-hmm. and, um, and they're, they're, they're walking together. They're, they're, two like-minded individuals walking together. Do they always agree? Probably not. None of us do in our marriages, but they come together. And again, it talks in the scripture how to even come and have those conversations and how to be able to, you know, work through things. Right. And, and again, that, you know, come together and, and keep ministry at the forefront. And, um, but. Ooh, I got a busy question lady. that you just touched on, you know, in, in young women's, um, we often come, we get, I think, bombarded with this, uh, the woman, what do you call it, the feminist movement. And we, we see all these images of women being leaders in the workplace, women being leaders in uh, corporations and such. And sometimes I think that that bombarding of images can 
when it comes to the church and what women's roles are there, it can give a mixed message to, I think, young women who want to desperately be, you know, equal pay, equal this, equal that. But they feel like maybe at church, they don't quite know how to reconcile the two. Are there any experiences that you've had that might help a young woman who's struggling with what is my role in church and why do I sometimes feel like I might be told to kind of stand to the side, like not saying that happens, but their feelings might be, hmm, maybe I'm not given the same space to lead in in church necessarily as I do. I don't know if that's something you've dealt with or if you don't. That's a hot topic right now with co-husband and wives, co-pastors. I was just reading something about that. Ooh, I hadn't read that, but I want to see it because it's it's just every culture, every generation has kind of a thing that I feel like they either have to figure out or it's going to be like that thorn in their side. And I feel like this is one for our young women. Like if they don't figure out that God has given you this to be the helpmate does not mean you are subservient in value, but you're subservient in your alignment, meaning he is your covering, he is your head. But at the same time, they're trying to figure out, well, does that mean I get to tell him what to do? Or does that mean I get to, and I'm like, "Uh, pipe down. (laughs) Like being submissive one to another and being submissive to your husband and, and just walking in that truth that, you know, it's not to be a doormat, but it's to be to love is to be an empowering thing. It's not for you to feel like you're giving up something, but it really is what I'm figuring out is that it really is more powerful, I think, to be humble and serve than it is to be a boss and say rattle out orders. Humility. <laughs> yes. And and I don't know, I was like, it might just be me getting older or but I don't have that rawr. <laughs> Well, did you, have we heard Jesus roar at God? No, <laughs> no. But that's, we learned, we learned, he learned, to, you know, to worship his father. And yeah. He, and he asked his father for help when he needed it. And I always and said he, he was doing He asked this. for guidance and he did what his father told yeah. him. So husband and wife is not about, you know, I'll get to tell him to do this and do right. that. No, we together as workers with him. Meaning we're working together in our homes. We're working mm-hmm. together in ministry. So we're lining up with what God says he wants us to do. And it's not about just being authoritative. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's, That's not what word. it's about. It's, it's about loving one another and caring for one another and accomplishing the mission, the great commission. Come on. You know, we're witnesses. Mm-hmm. So if that's what we're about... And we know we're not perfect. Right. And we always need God. It's not a competition. We need to just ask God for his guidance. Yeah. Follow the spirit. Come on. That was for free. That was probably the best question and answer (laughs) of the podcast. Just saying. Um, And not just. uh, and, And again. As the pastor's wife. That's why, and like you said, a lot of humility. The truth of the matter is um, you have, and we, were, we said we were going to talk a little bit about influence. You have a lot of influence on us, but also on the pastor and the responsibility of that 
to remember to be led by the spirit and to walk in the spirit and then because you have his ear to make sure that um you there, there's a lot of responsibility there i'll just say that yeah and the humility to be able to do that and that's not even just for because all of us as uh, those of us that are married we have that we do we have our husband's ear more than anything else and so there's a responsibility i think I, i'm reminded of spider-man with great power comes great responsibility right? the, so I, the world has told us that because it tells us to submit to our husbands and the role you know that that god has placed our husbands in uh, over us that we're sub or less than or they're they, you know and the world has told us that that's a bad thing but really, it is still a seat or position of power and not that we need to now look at it like I have great power. But it is because um, being led by the Holy Spirit, we can then together with our husbands do a great work for God and be used mightily by God if we stay in the roles that he's called us to to stay in and not get so bogged down with what the world is telling us is the right thing to do. But really, again, like you said, Miss Charlotte, what does the word say about it? Mm -hmm. Amen. So, I mean, yeah. So influence. Now we know we have, we just talked a little bit about that influence that you have, uh, you know, as, as a pastor's uh, wife. Um, but tell us maybe, um, opportunities maybe that you've had good you know opportunities that you've had you know where that influence was something that you know can be encouraging to others or I don't know just something that you that was rewarding and you know uh to just be able to help someone I guess this past weekend being at the Sunday school conference um I didn't know how many people would be in the sessions and I had gotten a little email saying oh it's this many so it's like okay that's not that many so I cut down being ready for say 40 and I right. took it down to 30 but we had 30 something all right <laughs> so God came bless. back for the second session nice. so I was like okay and I'm looking at his, my eyes got big it's like these people keep coming they keep cool. coming in a but pandemic at that. the reward was being able to share my testimony John had got a chance to share his testimony, and Clarissa, we it was like a, a team, awesome tag nice. team kind of thing, because it was in the room, mm -hmm. and people need to understand that you know God cares about all of us, and some of the people were just getting ready to start working with their kids, wow. you know, at church and stuff like that. So it was encouraging for them. But it was like, and some was like, I'm about to stop doing this. What should I do? But we have plenty of scriptures in the Bible that tells us that God, that children matter to God. Mm -hmm. So that was important too. And then it was like the thing, the thing was um, having having your fire for God, right? Mm. So it was like, let's keep your fire lit, you know, so that you can be what others need, yeah. and it doesn't matter how old they are, mm -hmm. because you're they're important to God. You know, God didn't say, uh, this this two year old can't can't love me, can't Come care on. for me, you know. He didn't say that in his word. He was very concerned about the children. So a lot of people got a chance to really see that um training your child in the word is good and then that those who maybe are learning now 
how to love the Lord at an older age. Um, God still cares about that, but as he's teaching them, he's also got to teach the children, mm-hmm. you know, because we, we have children from different backgrounds and different setups, and some of the kids, you know, may not even have parents in the home, mm-hmm. let alone say parents. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so overall, it was a very good experience because it's like, I was praying the whole time because I like I really don't know how this is going to go, but I know it was God in the midst that He moved mm-hmm. to help, and then there was testimonies afterwards. So that was the you know confirmation mm-hmm. kind awesome. of thing. But that wasn't a place I asked to be put in. Mm-hmm. That was a place God opened that door up. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, here I am, <laughs> Lord, have your way, kind of thing. And, you work this out because yeah. I don't know what all you're going to do. And that's the thing about it. I said it's never boring as far as worshiping and serving God in ministry. And if you have a, a, a partner to do it with, that's that's good, too, because, you know, together as you guys are seeking the Lord, then he will open up the avenues in which you can share him. Amen. And it was like a, a generation thing, you know, well, see. When you do it this way, then this is what you're <laughs> you kind of thing. And none of us are perfect. I go back to that. You know, you make mistakes and you learn from mistakes, but you grow in grace. That's testament to there are no small acts. Um, I can't remember how the saying goes, but that was the key part to it. <laughs> that there's no small <laughs> acts. But anything done in love can have kingdom mm-hmm. consequences. Right. And that's and the main thing, the love. That is. Mm-hmm. That is. Do what I you do that. because you love. Jesus loved us. God loved us first. And he tells us to love one another. So we keep that in mind. And it doesn't matter what loving one another is somebody you really know and somebody or somebody you're married to, somebody you work with. He tells us to love one another. So we keep that in mind, that um, we won't have to bicker over who has the power, because that's not what this is about. God mm-hmm. has the power. His word is the power. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. Well, I've heard, well, first of all, let me just say, I think that is a, um, a wonderful example of just seeing um, the parents that are, are being led by God and then the fruit that it produces in their 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 children. And we know we get to see Clarissa, but we know that your son also is off doing mm-hmm. ministry as well. Mm-hmm. And so what a blessing to be able to see how God has worked throughout your family. Um, and then for to be able to show that example to others mm-hmm. um, and, and working in ministry. And so that again, that's just that that's a blessing but uh to kind of wrap things in a nice little bowl because we are kind of getting running out of time here um and i think we're gonna have to invite you back back it may not be next week if your schedule doesn't permit but we may have to invite you back because there's some more i'm sure there's some more questions but three things that i heard you uh say I heard you say a lot, but there's three things that you said, you know, the word of God and just be, you know, always using that as our guide. Right. I heard you say prayer. Mm-hmm. And then I heard you say, now, how did I just lose the third one? I heard you say prayer. Yes. Here we go. Prayer, the word of God and humility. Those were like three of the the, the, the biggest things that I heard um, as you were talking throughout. And um, 
those are things that we can definitely take away. Um, I think, like I said, we're going to have to have you back because there's so much more. And then you may, again, at the end of this, get out the uh, uh, podcast and say, oh, I wanted to say that. And it be something that we needed to hear. And we're ready for it. We are here for it. Right. Um, so I'm going to uh, pose this out there in podcast land. I know Kay is usually the one that talks to you guys out in podcast land. But I'm going to say we are going to plan to have Miss Charlotte back. And I would say, email us your questions. So I'm going to provide you my my email. If there's a question that you would have wanted her to answer and um, we didn't get to tonight, um, email them. We will take a look at them and we'll see if we're able to um, answer those the next time. My email is Stephanie with a P-H-A-N-I-E. N is in Nancy. Grant G R A N T and that's at hotmail.com. And so welcome to email us and um send us some questions that you may have or even send us some some podcast topics. I can't say that all podcast topics are gonna be done, but we're always looking uh to to to, to talk um about some new things or talk about some old things. We don't care, but we will always keep it uh when uh, again back to what Miss Charlotte said, ba- Bible based and and whatever the word says. So I enjoyed you, Miss Charlotte. Kay or Miss Charlotte, any final words before we end? I'm ready for part two. Ready for part two, Miss <laughs> Charlotte. Anything you can leave us with? Um, just I love y'all. We love you. We have the best first lady. And yes, I'm sorry. I'll just say that. Oh, that's interesting. If I see something contrary, I'm just I'm going by what I know. All righty. So, Miss Charlotte, would you like to do the honors of closing us out in prayer? I certainly. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you for blessing us to be here today. And Lord God, we just ask that you would intercede for all listeners, Lord God, yes. that you would give a fit and conclusive word to them, Lord, to encourage the hearts and their minds and everything that they put their hands to do, Lord God, because we all want to be vessels to be used by you, and we want to bring your name glory. So God, help us and strengthen us where we're weak and give us all that we need by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we thank you, we praise you, and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Hey ladies, if you enjoyed today's convo with Kay and Stephanie, we encourage you to connect with the other awesome women of New Philadelphia Ministries. The third Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m., the women's ministry connects virtually for fellowship and Bible study. And for my ladies between 18 and 30, we have a bonus group just for you. If you're looking for a group of women to do life with, to freely discuss the challenges and rewards that come with keeping the faith and navigating your Christian walk, please join us the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. We thank you again for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. For more information about New Philadelphia Ministries, please connect with us on your favorite podcast platform, Facebook, YouTube, and visit us at newpministries.org.